0: Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast for Round 1 2017. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man... Who conducted a very thorough investigation of the West Coast Eagles years ago? It's
1: Adam Rosenbark. Yeah, g'day, Michael. Um, obviously, there was a report that came out in the Herald Sun this week, yeah. and it was pretty scathing about the Eagles and their and their drug culture, essentially. The antics. Yeah, from say 2000 to 2008, yeah, or roughly. So. Yeah, and I conducted my own investigation of yeah. that period, and I found no wrongdoing.
0: Where did you do your thorough investigation?
1: So, I, I went to pretty much every nightclub in Perth. Okay. Yeah. I spoke to some of uh, Perth's leading bikies uh-huh. and mediators. <laughs> and I hung out with a lot of West Coast players, yep. and I found no wrongdoing at all. Absolutely. Like, you tell me where the issues are. Like, uh, Chad Fletcher, okay? Mm-hmm. People say he flatlined yep. in Las Vegas. Now. Mm-hmm. They said that they uh, weren't sure what he was having. Now I say that he just had a couple of beers. Now who, who amongst us, you, me, the junk time listeners, hasn't had a couple of froths and flatline and flatline, <laughs> and just all of a sudden your heart stops beating and you're like, oh fuck, I've had. Was that a heavy? I reckon. Was that a
0: Dutch beer? Was that 7.8 percent? It's not a good night until you flatline. Yeah, What's exactly. The What's the point? What's of going out if you're not flatlining?
1: You don't call an Uber until you <laughs> flatline. You don't call it. You don't call an ambulance. You call yourself an Uber. That's when you know it's time to go home. When the heart stops. Absolutely, that's all the time. When you're hanging
0: out, you know we go. Hey, what'd you get up to last night, Adam? Oh, ripper night, flatlined. Yeah. (laughs) What was your heartbeat at? Oh, zero. Okay, that's no good. Did you go home? No, no, no. No, kept going. Yeah, I had a couple of beers, and they disagreed
1: with me. Whatever happened to the motto of "What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas"? Too. It's disappointing that it got uh, got let out. out. The other thing that they were pointing to was I was saying Daniel Kerr uh, was caught with a fake doctor's prescription. He did. Yeah. Forged doctor's prescription. Who doesn't have one of those at home? Yeah, I've got a pad at the back. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You write your own prescriptions. You don't even need the heart medication you're on. Absolutely. you take it in case you flatline. That's the only reason why I go to the doctor, yeah. to steal the pad when they're not looking. <laughs> now, he had a prescription for 50 valiums. Yep. Who amongst us, you know when you're at home, you're watching the footy, you're on edge, uh-huh. how else do you get to sleep? Yeah, you got to take one. When you've watched Game Day, when you've watched uh, The Bounce, yep. and you go the Golden Fist Award that Danny Frawley's given out, and you're like, oh, that went to the wrong person, but my heart rate's right <laughs> up there. And I can't have a couple of froths. I've got to play tomorrow. Yeah, all right. I can't pull a Chad Fletcher <laughs> I'll just have 50 valiums. Yep. It was... Uh, it, a very thorough, detailed report, wasn't it? It was scathing mm. of the year and it said that it was basically a drug culture was cultivated mm. and the, they, they looked the other way, basically, the, the powers it be. I think you're right. Now, how did it come out now? Has it been hidden? Like, did it, It's been in the AFL filing cabinet for a while
0: and then yeah, I think so. gathered the Herald Sun?
1: And I believe, yeah, that uh, Mick Warner, who's the, the, the newsbreaker yep. at the Herald Sun, he, found, he got a copy of this confidential report. And he put it out into the Herald Sun. Now, I follow Grant Thomas on Twitter, who's mm. a lot of fun. Yes, he's and, uh, and he's follow a big fan him. of Mick Warner.
0: He loves him, doesn't he? He does, yeah, because I think Mick has broken a few little tails that he reckons other journos were too frightened to tackle.
1: Yeah, and Grant Thomas is um, pretty sure that he's going to have his AFL accreditation confiscated mm. because you know he's gone against the AFL wishes. So it didn't paint a great picture for the, the West Coast era. And a lot of people came out and said that... The, uh, there should be a black line. Well, KB said he put a black line through it. Barry Hall said it's tainted. Tainted. Barry Brown said so it was tainted. Yeah. He came out and said that. Unbelievable. What do you think? What do you think, Kappa Adam? Kappa didn't know what tainted meant. What do you think? Is it tainted? Is it tainted? Look, I, it's, a, it's a tough one. I mean, do you know how hard... I, I don't know whether you... You've probably never taken... Uh, Drugs in your life, Michael? And no. Yeah, good on you. No, I, I have partaken occasionally. I sell them. I do sell them. Yeah,
0: that's okay. Yeah, but you've never taken them. No, I've got a pill press on my balcony. <laughs> yeah, that's alright. That's <laughs> fine. I mean, fuck,
1: it's noisy. Um, <laughs> but, but we're you know, not. We're not at my place, Adam. Well, no, we're in giant City. Studios. Studios yeah, no, I, but I have been to your house. <laughs> But I put it to you and to anyone who's ever taken uh, drugs. Sometimes, depending on the drug you take, there's a massive come down, And it's really hard. You feel depressed. You feel sad about your life. If you can play football in that frame of mind and think positively, then you've overcome a lot of uh, angst. And it's not an easy thing to get out there. So I think, if anything, that should be given like an extra tick.
0: Now – some people were saying that people actually do use the old ice to play when they play. Okay. And there was some doctor guy, I think it was, was saying that uh, pe- the Eagles players might get more, more fitness out of themselves by getting a little bit charged up
1: before they well, go. Well, I oh, guess I, I, I guess if you add it into your your, um, your fitness regime, because mm-hmm. you can run faster, you can run further. Absolutely. You can throw bins around. Chicken, three veg, ice, you've got to have it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you get really good. Like, if you're... If you're a tagger mm-hmm. and you're worried about the bugs crawling under your skin, <laughs> imagine what you think of the player you're under. You just you just scratching him the whole time, going "Fucking, there's something under your skin. There's bugs on you, mate. There's bugs on you."
0: I do think it's a shame that uh, you know ten years later Ben Cousins is still struggling, Daniel Kerr struggling, uh, Chicky yeah uh, obviously had issues, and I think uh, I think they they did look the other way by the fact that they were winning, and they just kind of went "Ah, it's working." Yeah. They, they paid the price. Because how, how could they not known, too, the, the powers that be, just by the fact, you know, Perth is that
1: fishbowl. And there would have been people calling the club, surely. Well, you would have thought so. I mean, if they're because the amount of times in this – because I kind of read through the, 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 the report, the mm-hmm. excerpts that were in the Herald Sun article, and it said the amount of times players were out of function, not drinking, but were acting all odd. Oh, really? Yeah. And it it was like kind of a consistent thing that happened. So, again, you just go, fucking hell, he's – what's – What's he doing on the roof? <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing for the Eagles. You get yourselves out there. He loves a loves a B and F. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't. know. I. I again. I couldn't find anything. So Mick Warner and I were at. Uh, we're at odds. You're to are Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's Judge Gillard. I've got to have a word to him and go. Where? Who? Who are your sources? Yeah. Because they're not the same as mine. No. <laughs> so. Did you watch the uh, women's grand final, Adam? I did. It was great. It was a fantastic game. It and was it really, a really, really good crowd than the uh, the Q clash which followed it. Yeah. I mean, which it's is amazing. It's
0: a shame with a bit of the bruhaha about the Gabba. And, uh, I mean, you figure, if, you figure if it was Adelaide Oval, it would have been chock-a-block. Yes. And so it's a bit of a shame that they're doing up at the Gold Coast. Uh, Metro but God, Bris- Brisbane had the right to, to host it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, but it was really, really fun game. Really enjoyable. It was an exciting game. And, and Adelaide probably should have buried him. They, they kicked quite poorly. Mm-hmm. They had their chances. But, you know, to be to be a goal grand final is fantastic. Did you see the, the possible free kick on the siren? I didn't see the end. Mm. I had to
0: leave. There was an interesting one, okay. I had to rewind it a few times. It was right on the siren. It was in the forward line for the Lions. Erin yep. Phillips picked it up mm. and she ran – she got it out of the pack. She ran a few – Took a few steps. Three steps. Had a chance to dispose of it. Is had, that what I'm hearing? Well, I, I, it was 50-50, okay? okay. I think it was 50-50, but you've, I've seen worse paid. Yep. And then it was – she got tackled. She missed the ball, and Us dropping the ball, and uh, the sign went it. right right when she dropped the ball. I oh, know. So there was Brisbane play kind of appealing. I thought, oh, I hope that, you know, it just doesn't, doesn't sour the moment. Yep. Uh, but it was. Mm. So it's controversy Have you put a black line Through the Adelaide I've premise? actually had to I have to Have to, Yeah straight yeah. away Straight away <laughs> <laughs> Straight away I took out my uh, yeah. Took out my notepad Yeah that's a tainted grand Black line Tainted yeah. yeah you wrote it in there And then put a black line Through it Yeah so congratulations Adelaide Crows And then it's a <laughs> black line Right through it Tainted gone That's disgusting they, uh, they loved a bit of the old fancy That's what they did
1: yeah, the, the Adelaide Crows. Adelaide Crows. They, they came from nowhere on the back of John Farnham. Got to be inspiration. Uh, Has yeah. anyone ever taken inspiration from John Farnham Absolutely. previously? Absolutely. He's an Australian legend. Australian legend. Uh, did so he perform at the 89 Grand Final? Uh, he did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He, uh, and I actually was watching the Hawthorne Geelong documentary recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, about that. Yeah. Um, Robert Dixon's brother. The yes. final story. Yeah, yes, that so I, they did, yeah. I watched
1: a bit of that. That's how I know that he did it. And he, he ran out of the race to sing whatever songs he was going to... Because you know how they usually appear on the yeah, ground. Yeah, But no, Farns, he came out of the race. Came out of the race.
0: He would have done... He probably would have done Watson, Matilda and the National Anthem, surely. Because that's what they usually did back then. Do you not think that he did any of his own songs? No, I don't think he would have done any of his own, no. And And really? uh, Buse, Andrew Buse. Uh, he said that Fancy came into the room. She's like, go the Catters. And he oh. was on their side. And then Bues went up and uh, shook his hand and said, I love your work, uh, John. <laughs> <laughs> and he said there was another player. Kind of, oh, you idiot. <laughs> You're no, you got to shake. you got to shake Whispering Jack's hand. Whispering Jack, yeah. Uh, so says so he from uh, Coach Beck Goddard, um, Aaron in brackets, Phillips, and I really love John Farnham. And early in the piece, we forced it on the young girls, and they've grown to love it as much as we have. I doubt it. And the metaphor being that they're the, you're the voice, we're the voice of the competition. So that's how they got
1: inspiration. Yeah, okay, they? so they'd listen to a pre-game? I suppose, though. Pump it up, post-game? Yeah, you'd all sing it together. Mm. You're the voice, pump it out. And that, that, would have been, that would have been pretty excited after the win. Is it All right, so we've had, we've had Daryl Braithwaite, we've had John Farnham. Who's the next... Australian singer that a club is going to like is there going to be a team belting out a Rolf Harris uh. song after, after a game you after think a Barnsley would be the next one wouldn't he yeah
0: uh, bit of Flame it? Trees yeah well yeah K-San yeah a bit of K-San yeah, yeah. what yeah. about Midnight Oil alright uh, yeah do you reckon many players would know the Midnight Oil like a 20 year old these days
1: no I'd say no so mm. that rules out my next one I was going to say Boom Crash Opera and maybe <laughs> the team you know singing a bit of Onion Skin yep okay bit of Scandalous maybe <laughs> Well, I think they've,
0: uh, what are they? Are they me, myself, and I? Is that them? Is that scandalous? Oh, I, can't, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, okay. I'll but
1: all, all right, maybe not scandalous because not everyone knows it, but if you're going to go down that path, maybe Bardot. I think that would get the people together. Yeah, yeah, or get Casey Donovan. You know, she won Australian Night. Actually, yeah. She's, she's one celebrity. Yeah,
0: she'll probably have an album out shortly. Yeah. 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 No, it's all working a treat. But Hawthorne have stopped singing horses. We have, we got rid of it. It's a new era at Hawthorne, Adam.
1: New era. How's that era going for you? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, it's working all right. It's yeah? fine. It's round one, it's round one mate. Um, what about
1: your fucking team? No, 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 hang on, let's (laughs) stay with Hawthorne for a minute, let's stay with Hawthorne, you've dropped horses, yep. You got rid of Mitchell, you got rid of Lewis, who both had very good games. Sam Mitchell had 38 possessions mm-hmm. for the West Coast Eagles, was instrumental in their, their uh, solid victory against North Melbourne. How did you feel seeing them run around for other side? Uh, I think Jordan Lewis got the very first kick of the game, actually. Yeah.
0: I actually am completely fine with it by the fact that they may have one, two years left while Tom Mitchell and Jaeger have ten.
1: Yeah, and, and it's good to know that Ty Vickery could be at, at Box Hill for many, many years to come. <laughs> I think that's a fantastic thing. So you didn't go to the hawthorne Essendon game?
0: No, I couldn't. Yes, so yeah. Uh, a lot of fans apparently. I tipped es- the Bombers. A lot of Essendon fans, but 79,000 79, people showed up. Did little um, scarf waving thing. Yep. Good on them. That annoys me. They're out and about. Yeah, they're out. Uh, yeah, well, they deserved it. It's yeah, been a, it's been a long couple of years. Yeah, no, it, 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 last year would have been um, rather depressing. Yeah. So you can't um,
1: get annoyed. Yeah. But the fact that they're back. And then Dean Wallace came out before the game and had a list of all the uh, work-safe issues he's got with the club. And uh, uh, they passed the, around. The coin. passed the hat around for a few uh, <laughs> a few bucks. They've got, still got a few little things to pay off. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a great win from Essendon, and congratulations to them. It's been a long couple of years, but they beat the Hawks. It was fantastic. Well, it wasn't fantastic. No, I mean, it was
0: great. Yeah, yeah well, Let's not get too excited. How, Tom Mitchell had 37 touches. That's pretty good. There we go. That's what I want. Yeah. How was How was Jaeger O'Meara? He was okay. He was okay. Kind yeah. of had a couple of shots, but yeah. Yeah, not 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 his best game, okay. but uh,
1: he'll still win the Brownlow. Well, I mean, we haven't seen him for two years. Mm. So, oh, No, he can't win the Brownlow. That's already Dustin Martin's. Did you not watch Thursday night? Oh, okay. Dustin Martin already has. He played the world's greatest game of all time. Now, why do you say that? Well, he had 33 touches and he kicked four goals. And if you listen to the commentary, there has been no better game of football oh, yeah. in the history of football. <laughs> so I, I don't know what you've been reading, but no one else can win the Brownlow from here. And also he's going to be on... About $3 million per season next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great
0: time. Uh, it's a great year for him to kind of bump up that price if oh. he is. I mean, you know, it's going to work a treat for him if he does keep playing well. Yeah. Hey, um, can I talk about your fucking team for a bit? Well, no one wants to talk about Carlton. Hey, no one wants to hear about Carlton. Is there any chance of uh, the Richmond-Carlton game opening the year actually being good? Any chance of that? Can you remember like an, an epic clash? In that opening game? In that opening game. You know, that's a really good call. The only I, one I remember is the Ben Cousins one, really. and that's. But we won the guy, that by about the guy hamstring. 14, 15 goals.
1: Yeah, uh, And then another one we won by about seven goals. So, no, I think it's either switched one way or the other. Yeah. And maybe, I think last year it might have been 16 or 17 points. Yeah, sure. But no, they're not epics. Yeah. I, I don't know why we still have it. Yeah, well, what do they do about that? Do they, do they pass it around to other teams? What do you do? Oh, I think it should... What about a grand final replay to open the season? Yeah. I think people would be up for that, wouldn't yeah. they? Let, let, like, if, for say, for example, if it was this year, let the Doggies unveil their flag round one yeah. The first game. Yeah. yeah, that would be fantastic. It's I think what people want to see. It seems to make
0: sense, that, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, why are they doing... you know, you got to do it in round three or something, you know? Yeah, that's. Yeah, I think they should
1: be allowed to do it first round.
0: Yeah. Um, but what about the 17th and 18th?
1: Playing off in the first well, round.
0: Well, only if they... Had the one and two draft pick. So it could have been, you know, Essendon and Brisbane.
1: Yeah. Well, that's okay. But okay, you've Peppelin. got to put out Andy McGrath yep. and whoever Brisbane took it, number yeah, yeah. two. I okay. don't know who that was. Okay. We're working it out. Yeah. working it out. Hey, live show. Hit us. April
0: 7, 11pm at the European Beer Cafe with guests Merrick Watts and Adam, Adam, Adam Cooney. Cooney. <laughs> yes. You forgot already. Yeah. Tickets at tribebooking.com. And also my Comedy Festival show, uh, April 10 to 23 at the Imperial Hotel, 9.45, tickets at trybooking.com, or you can check out comedyfestival.com.au. And thank you to the millions and millions of people who came to the uh, recording I did the other day on Thursday night. It was a great night. comedy album. It was. It was really good. It was really nice to meet a few junk timers down there too. Yeah, Yeah, cool. What are you calling your album? Well, that that show was called Thoughts, so maybe that. Yeah, thoughts, thoughts. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's how you get in, you get into the bits. You go, I've been We're thinking about. You're a good writer. You know what you should write. You should write the banners for Carlton. Oh, dude, that was fucking appalling. What do you mean? It was fucking appalling,
1: mate. We got stuck in.
0: So round one, the opening banner, and it said, "Richmond's five-year plan." Hang on, hang
1: on. Can we just make sure that people are sitting down, or if you're driving, pull over. This, yeah. This is the Carlton banner. This, I mean, Danny McGinley, He's written some more right banners. Yeah, yeah. But he he needs to give up now. They have tried to pull a bit of a Danny
0: McGinlay, trying to get a bit of attention from the banner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Which I think most clubs are going to start doing now. They've seen what it can do for a club, so they go, hey, let's get on the gravy train. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing they did do, they hired a PR company, it says in the article. You know who knows comedy?
0: They hired a PR company. A PR company, yeah. Because they, they know banners. They flinged how many thousands of dollars? I think to the a, phrase is flunged. To a, to a PR company. Uh-huh. Your membership is paying for that bullshit. Yeah, I'm really proud of what they There's did. There's a bunch of fucking PR, public relations fuckheads, sitting around a fucking... Fucking table. Yeah. They're fucking hipster fucking beards. Yeah. Fucking talking
1: about what millennials like. Yeah. And they know. And they yeah. know. And then you know what they came up? They said, you know who needs to be taken down a peg? Yeah. A fucking Dusty Martin. <laughs> and you know how we'll do it? We'll get into his hair.
0: Get into his hair. Yeah. So the banner said Richmond's five year plan has become a disaster. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like it. The, Where's it going? The vision impaired like Dusty's barber. Okay. Let's, let's just break it down. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's break start. it down. Okay first, here, okay, first off, Richmond's five-year plan. Okay. Uh, that was under the Terry Wallace era,
1: mm. and that ended about 2008 or nine,
0: If I remember correctly, they wanted to make the finals twice or three times or something, and I think it yep. maybe seventy or 80,000 members. Yes. Yeah.
1: Maybe. And I mean. be out of debt, I think that was. I think there was three okay. parts to it. Yeah, sure. And I'm pretty sure that ended in about... No, because didn't didn't Terry Wallace have a five year plan? Wasn't that his thing? And he came in about two thousand and four or five. He came in in five, I believe. So yeah. anyway, topical, yeah. topical stuff. Good, good start. Good uh, start. They
0: would have had one since then, surely. Yeah. Okay. It's been no. a long time ago.
1: Yeah. All right. Or well, even if they tick that off, yeah, they haven't been. They weren't in the finals last year, so that's a couple of years old. Anyway, yeah. bang anyway. in your face, Richmond, dickheads. Hey. Bang.
0: Richmond's five year plan has become a disaster. Uh huh. What's well, so it become? So by that fact, they're probably in the midst of a five year plan. Oh. But also. It's become a disaster. It's the
1: kickoff of the new year. You don't yeah. know what you're, uh, you don't what's going to happen. I mean, they miss the finals once. Mm. Once in four years. that's, that's not a bad. disaster. Well, uh, the vision. It's coming from the side that just won, that it was really shit and probably won't win a game this year.
0: Yeah, you're a yeah, fucking no. disaster. Yeah, the people who kind of like uh, you talk to any Carlton fan, and I, uh, you know, to your credit, like yeah. you openly say they'll be horrible this year yes, as a I spokesperson do. for the tu- for the club. Yeah, you openly say that they'll be, they'll be horrible. <laughs> yeah, Richmond's five year plan has become a disaster. The vision impaired, like Dusty's barber. All right.
1: So are they saying Richmond are the vision impaired? The fans of the vision. Who's 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 going blind here? Oh, okay, sure. So,
0: um, so Richmond's, Richmond's vision. Impaired. Richmond's vision. Yeah, Richmond's kind of uh, outlook. Outlook. Yeah. Yeah, uh, has been. Is as blind as uh, it's foggy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: as Dusty's barber. Now, why would he go to a vision impaired? Barber, and why? Why? Why is that guy go? Like, that's a dangerous job. That would be actually, yeah. You know, He's got, got scissors, ears kind yeah. of poking out. Yeah. Have we seen like his ears heavily scarred? Like, do we know? Yeah. Is there a backstory? And you know, just on the upside, good on Dustin Martin for going to a visually impaired. Well, yeah, barber. I kind
0: of admire him for that. Pat yeah. on the back. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he does a terrible job, but. Just yeah. give the guy a go. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know. Does too- he have bells on his scissors so he knows where <laughs> they are in relation to his head? I had a mate years ago, went to the barber, and um, they cut his ear. Yeah. Just a little nick. Yeah. But then they still charged him. No, you can't you can't charge. So there was blood. Claret there was, there was claret. There was claret. There was definitely e claret. Claret from the bonds. And they still charge him full price. You it's can't like, fucking do what? That.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I went to uh I went to a barber in North Vitroy, which if you're not from Melbourne is the hipsterist of hipster areas. No. Would well, did they give
0: they give you like a boutique beer or something? Or?
1: They didn't give me a boutique beer, but the guy I had said that uh and he was really into haircutting, he went to a haircutting um like the almost the headquarters of hair, of barbering oh, really? in the Netherlands huh. and he said that he wants to change the world through haircuts uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> and I sat there and went well you've changed my world because I think you're a fucking idiot yeah walk well, yeah, out yeah. yeah
0: I gotta change the world one haircut at a one time one haircut at
1: a time because well, you can't man. do it on mass yeah it's one simple haircut that's, it's like the butterfly wings you know you just change you get one haircut yep. and the ripple effect that has for just for around the world that's hilarious yeah like I'm pretty sure it was a bad haircut that started World War 2 you know, so you can reverse that trend
0: you know like world leaders yeah. hairdressers yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> Um, so, yeah. So, Carlton, uh, I'm looking forward to the future of what they're doing with their banners. No, it's going to be good because they did cop a lot of heat from it as well. They did because they kind of talked a big game and then they kind of fell over. Well, yeah. You should, you should do it. You should do it. Make a call. Because Danny got his job simply by kind of tweeting the cheer squad. Yeah. yeah.
1: And saying that they were rubbish. Oh, I'm happy to do it. I mean, I did it for before the game. I know how it was. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm all over that. Yeah. Give it a try. Look, if, if you know a Carlton fan, I, I know it's uh, it's going to be a long year and just... If you can, just ask them if they're okay. In the midst of mocking them and telling them how shit their team is, just throw it in there. Just go, "Are you okay, mate? Are you okay?" I'm not about the team. Mm-hmm. I'm very unhappy about it. But Phil, you, you can mock a bit as long as you, you ask me, and I appreciate that. Were you there? Thank you, you were there, weren't you? I didn't. I didn't get to go. No, I had to work. i was oh. working on the front bar, the Mick Malloy Sam Pang show. So I didn't get to go. But gotcha. I was watching it, and it was a disaster. Were you getting pretty mouthy? I kind—I've given up. Oh, okay. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it just. He felt nothing. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I'm like a um I'm like a terminal patient.
0: That's awesome. Who's just gone, switch it off. I love it. You jump off in the bad times. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Yeah. You fucking dog. That's how <laughs> I roll. Speaking of dogs. Oh yeah. <laughs> great segue. D'agoie. Oh, mate. Did the old uh did the old hurt my hand playing with a dog. In fact, in reality, I was going punch,
1: punch, 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 punch. Smackety smack.
0: In a bar. Not on the dog. It's awesome. It's awesome. That would be a hell of a thing to uh, weight to carry I reckon you break your hand in a bar fight Yeah. as you do and then you go to the club and you say sorry the old, uh, the old wolf wolf did it Yeah. and then you got to go uh, actually it seems
1: like the Herald Sun found out about it so I think that might have been pushing his story along a bit it came out on Tuesday but I think people were talking about it on Monday particularly after Bucks came out and said oh you're not going to believe this yeah, yeah. it was another dog incident I think he said uh, if it
0: if it wasn't Funny, you'd cry or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. If I wasn't
1: laughing, I'd cry. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which would be confronting for Nathan Buckley to break down in tears just because the player <laughs> broke his hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, that's
1: no, but I, th- I think that's a sign of a good coach. Yeah. Actually, you know, if mm-hmm. someone like comes off with an ankle injury in the coast, mm-hmm. is just blubbering in yep. the uh, in the coach's box. You go, man, that, that guy's passionate. It's like it's like trying to change the world one haircut at a time. Yeah. You know, when you see, I rolled it. When do you reckon Jordan went, uh Degui just thought, oh, fuck, I'm probably gonna have to tell the truth." Here. Yeah, well, the gig like is when not. the club came to him and said, uh, "We've watched the CCTV of you punching that guy in the bar," and he yeah. went, Nah, but, but that was okay." It was when I'm when I'm playing with the dog. He said he wasn't drinking. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. So, which I found actually
0: even more interesting that well, he got, in a, did fight, fight, punch got in, in a fight, drink. he wasn't drinking. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wow, you got to manga management there, my friend. <laughs> so, I, I don't know the full story, you know, maybe someone was, you know, a bit being rude to him. And he thought, Would you God.
1: know Jordan to go if you ran into him?
0: No, no. So, um, obviously, I mean, there so. was some blonde bloke, uh, blonde bloke I punched last week in a bar, but I don't think it was him. <laughs> okay,
1: cool. Well, that guy had a drink in his hand.
0: Is where very would jump yeah, up. Yeah, all
1: but, right, well, it could have been.
0: Yeah. Um, so, we don't much know too many details of the actual blue. Um, but he eventually confessed and then the leadership group has suspended him for three weeks. After he gets fit. After he gets his hand fixed, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they say he'll be out for about
1: six weeks. That's – I I would just love to be there for that conversation when he goes um – Hey, you know how I told you that I broke my hand with the dog. They go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bucks has already talked about it with the with the press. With the press yeah. Yeah. What, what else have you got to tell us? Yeah, about it? Don't tell me the dog yeah, bit yeah. you. He cried the whole yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell me you, you slipped on the dog's uh, the the bowl of water and you did your abductor like Scott Thompson. <laughs> he goes, no, no, no. Actually, um, that's not how it happened.
0: Yeah. Geez, um, that
1: would be furious, wouldn't they? Oh, uh, it'd be awful.
0: It'd be awful. I I feel bad for him, you know. No, do you? Yeah, I do. I mean, I feel bad for those kind of you get
1: into those kind of conundrums. Well, I suppose yeah. It's not your fault. You punched someone in the head and broke your hand. No. It it happens to all of us. If anything, it shows, you know, he's got a bit of fire in his belly. Yeah. No, I don't mind it. And how do you feel for the dog? But well, he's been dragged into it's, this. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I've actually. Uh, he's just—he's at home. He's licking his balls. Yeah, and he hears his press conference. He goes, "Fucking what? Yeah. I didn't do that." Yeah,
0: yeah. This I, is not my problem. I actually tried to get an interview with the dog, and
1: uh, yeah, he wasn't
0: talking. He'd gone underground. Fuck. Yeah,
1: it's that, a shame. You know, this dog. Now people are tainted. Going, go you're that. You're Jordan De dog. You're he's kind like, of connected. I, I just used to be Max before this, but now I'm yeah. Jordan De dog. Yeah, yeah. He, he's kind of. He's tainted. He's linked through the
0: shame, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate.
1: He'll be, he'll be on the streets before you know it, that dog. He'll just be wandering
0: around. He's talking about maybe going to a, like a well, Bulldogs player's house or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs>
1: I did watch Clokey kick a goal. I did watch Clokey kick that, that goal. That was pretty cool. It was great, wasn't it? And you know what I love is the Collingwood family. I mean, this guy was booted out of the club. Yeah. And he wasn't played. He played in the VFL last year. How fucking dare he? How dare he? Be a shit player and get kicked out of the club. He deserved their fucking hatred. I know. How dare he want to continue to pay the bills and to support his? Fa- what a fucking dog! <laughs> Fuck they, I didn't they—they they didn't go hard enough. What an animal! The Collingwood fans
0: are hilarious by the fact that they will absolutely destroy you, and it's you, you. It's like it's like I break up with a girl, yeah, and then like, and that's my choice. Yes. And yet I'm angry at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you boo the girl.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do
0: that for you. It, should I not do that?
1: <laughs> You're a dog. Yeah.
0: Uh, we've used <laughs> the word dog a lot, haven't yeah. we? It's a new catchphrase. We get stubby holder. Dog. Um, and then he kicked the goal and... Uh,
1: oh, he celebrated. Joffa was fucking grumpy. Now that... Okay, Channel 7. Forget your fucking obsession with Joffa. Mm-hmm. We don't give a fuck what Joffa thinks about it. <laughs> he's the Collingwood cheer, cheer squad like, leader. Of course he's going to be upset. It doesn't matter who kicked the goal. Mm. And it just happened to be Cloakie. It's not like he's fucking married to Cloakie. No, no. Stop
0: showing Joffa. Clokey got married recently. Did he? Yeah.
1: Ah, oh, he's told you wrong. that. Um,
0: I think he'll be a great uh, match for the doggies. Do you? Providing that uh, forward uh, spot, like he, you still need a good defender on him. Well, yeah, that's true. He so can carve you up, even he if he's only kicking mark. like two goals a game or whatever. Yeah. You know, two goals and three on the full. Yeah. That he, um, you know, still needed someone to be on him. And yeah. now that frees up the other people running around.
1: But what happens when they get a few of their uh, forwards back? Because like, he he went in the ruck. So what happens when Roughhead comes back and Tom Boyd can go forward? Oh,
0: yeah. I'm not saying like he, you know... Every
1: game. First pick, yeah. yeah.
0: But he still provides something. I mean, yeah. let's not forget he was... It's had a few odd down years, but he was yeah. a
1: good player. No, he's a very good player. Mm. And it's good that... Uh, Every commentator forgot about those last two years when they talked about him in the first game. Yeah. They're like, oh cloak, he's gonna be you know, you know he's been shit for a couple of years.
0: And also we do need him because he does provide quite a bit of uh content for our show.
1: Well he's been fantastic. So you need him to kind of keep yeah. Instagramming and the like. Good on the Western Bulldogs for picking him up. Yeah. And keeping that alive. Adam, you love chips? I uh, I'm eating chips now. You love chips. Oh,
0: fuck, how good are chips? I mean, chips the movie. Coming to you on Yeah. There is one coming out.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've heard of but anyway. So, Etihad Stadium. You know what I do love I do love chips at the footy, but you know what I don't like with chips at the footy? Is you know when they're under the pump and they just fucking the chips are really undercooked? Oh, okay. It's like they've just dipped them in the oil and taken take them, them, them straight out yeah. and throw them in there and you go, I'm eating a fucking potato. <laughs> this is shit. Etihad Stadium, now owned
0: by the AFL. Yeah. Is the launching a secret assault as it promises to offer the cheapest hot chips for Melbourne's AFL-based fans. So, so Eddie had to bring in out three new salts. They're having different types of salts. Okay. Now, Oof. there's regular salt. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Chili, lime and thyme. Yeah, I don't know about that. Just because it rhymes, it fucking doesn't work. What do you know about this one then? Yeah. Lemon, garlic and oregano. Do you know what they don't have? Matani chicken salt. That... I mean, how the fuck do they not have chicken salt? Do they know their audience? I fucking have no idea how they cannot have fucking chicken salt. It should have they been got fucking
1: chili, thyme, and lime. Yeah, the three of them should have been chicken, chicken, <laughs> and chicken. More chicken. How the fuck is there no chicken salt at Eddie Had Stadium? Like, fucking give. give I'm, I'm never, I'm boycotting. You know, there's a black line yeah, I mean, tainted through Eddie Stadium I would never go to that ground again. That I is a fucking disgrace. I find NFL. it absolutely
0: fascinating. So they say uh, last year, two hundred thousand serves of regular chips were sold at the venue.
1: You know what? Uh, how many, how many games you reckon a season at Eddie Had. There'd be two a week. Do you reckon? Say two a week. So mm. we're, we're, say fifty games. Okay, mm-hmm. at Eddie Had. two hundred thousand. Is that? What's that? Four thousand a game? Yeah. Does that feel like a lot? Well, oh, not much. I was going to say not much. That sounds but like if you not put much. it at four thousand a game, but if there's that's a quarter of the people I get. No, that's like ten percent of the people buying chips. The average crowd is maybe twenty five. Do you reckon? Yeah. So that's yeah. a sixth of the crowd. Uh, I guess that's that's yeah, actually. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, so. yeah. No, you, you, statistics. Majority probably
0: be pie, and then hot dog would be third. I reckon. Yeah. Okay. Do you reckon? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So they're gonna all right. Have that, that checks out. Three new types of salt, and they, I don't know how they're going to do this. They got what? are They got three little fucking baskets they're going to put the salt in. Oh, yeah. When do you you ever
1: get to put your own salt on? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, how do you do that? I might pick up a
1: packet. I'm picking so many fucking holes in this story, AFL. Yeah, I I don't like it. And, you know, they've got their... I mean, fucking... How many more... You got any sauces coming out? You got any fucking chutneys? <laughs> at the ground like what, have you got ketchups? What is the fucking master chef down at
0: fucking AFL house? Is it fucking gills there kind of experimenting with little bits and pieces? Lemon, garlic and oregano. What the fuck is that? I've never I heard of the... that salt my entire life. No, nor chilli, lime and thyme. And actually, in the whole thing, they, they say there are three types of salt. At, at no stage, they mention actual fucking salt.
1: That's a very good point. I no, mentioned salt. The third one is a secret one. Bullshit! What? What the fuck is his secret salt, mate? If it's not chicken, it's not secret. It's uh, it's absolutely outrageous. I tell you what. Oh, I think they've been they've been they should be embarrassed. <laughs> the fact that there's no like was chicken salt ever available at Eddie Had Stadium? I don't remember it. I don't, I don't remember. Know, I don't think it, it was. I chips? think it's just a, a matani thing in
0: Adelaide. Conspiracy, Adam? Because we do have a tweet here um, from Gabe. We call it Gabe. Yep. Uh, at the game, at the Giants Crows game a couple of hours ago, yeah. Uh, looking at the signage, no chicken salt
1: sign. No, my favourite sign. So at the the ground behind the goals, yeah, behind the goals. Always had the
0: matani. No chicken salt. Now I don't know if that's an Adelaide Crows thing, or it might be like Port Power only have it when they when they play.
1: No, I would have, I would have said it was an Adelaide thing because I, I remember seeing it pretty much every game that I watched at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, sure, okay. And so that, it's not there. I mean, to me, it's like. You may as well take away the fucking footbridge. Well, that's the thing. It takes away the identity of Adelaide football. Absolutely, there is no Adelaide. Like it's embarrassing. Now. Yeah, it's uh,
0: embarrassing to. I mean, I'm surprised Graham Corns hasn't. You know, just oh, left, he'd, he'd penning an article as, we, as yeah, we speak. Yeah, it's 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 just. It's not football, no, you know. Even Matani? Choco
1: Williams would go, Alan Scott, mm. you're a fucking disgrace. There's no <laughs> chicken salt. Like, how can you? And I think that has come from the AFL. They've gone, you know what, Matani's. Well, they're trying to move in on the business, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, it's cutting. It's cutting into our market, so let's fuck them off. Let's kneecap Matani. Absolutely. And I don't like it. No. I think we need Mick Gatto to mediate this. Ah, oh, big guns. Yeah, it's not good. But do you think maybe um, if you're introducing three types of salt and they're saying that we, we want the cheapest chips? In Australia at any sporting event. Does that mean, do you think bottled water is going
0: to be $12 a bottle? Well, I'll tell you what, actually, this article on the AFL website, they talk about how much, um, how cheap the food's going to be. Okay. Here we go. Importantly, kick to kick is scheduled every Sunday, and attending matches on Sunday is again free charge for children under 15. Actually,
1: that's not not a bad deal. That's pretty good. Because I hang out with a lot of uh, under-15s that I've mm. met online. So Absolutely. that's great. I don't have to pay. i go, i meet you at the footy. And I go, I haven't got the money. You go, don't worry about it. We'll yeah. see you in there. Free, mate. <laughs> uh, and pie will be 3 bucks on Sundays. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good as well. $5 on other days. What the fuck? You can't, you can't, um, what do they call it? You know when the, the tickets were a different price for like big games? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that with your food. Yeah. You can't go, oh, Friday, that, that's $5 pie day. And
0: also, what's the, what's the thing with Sundays? They're,
1: well, I think they're... they just want more people in. Because, you know, all those times when you go, do you want to go to the footy? And you they're know, well much... attended, though, aren't they? I think they're, it depends on who's playing. Yeah. Because usually they're the shit of games. But have you ever said, oh, do you want to go to the footy today? And someone said to you, how much are the pies? You uh, know, five bucks? You go, yeah. no, nah, I, I can't afford that.
0: Well, you're talking about $12 bottle of water. Mm. Um, they're going to have 10 water fountains where fans will be able to fill up drink bottles at no charge. All right. I'm back on board. Here we go. No restriction on what food and snacks you can bring into the venue, whether it be from home or commercial outlets. There you go. Because remember for a while
1: they stopped people from bringing Nando's Yeah, in. I do remember that. But uh, <sighs> they're very um, selective on what they allow. Like, I consider beer... To be one of the. It's Im- in my food pyramid. <laughs> it's at the top of my food pyramid. Yep. And they're like, you can't bring that keg in. I'm uh-huh. like, fuck off, mate. Yeah. Why? I know what you mean. And so now I've just got, you know, those puffy jackets uh-huh. that people wear. Mine's is full of liquid pouches. Yeah, yeah. So I bring... just suck it down like a camelback. It's hard to bring in like
0: a hot water bottle. Yeah. Well, it's filled with vodka, <laughs> but.
1: That's right. That I get cramps.
0: His... <laughs> I get cramps. Oh, from your menstrual cycle. Hey, uh, KB got a statue out the front of the MCG. Oh, That's lovely, isn't it? What a tribute to the great man. It's actually yeah. quite a nice statue. He's still got his arms up in that, uh, I suppose, iconic pose. Yeah, the iconic KB. uh, KB's just kicked a gold pose. It'd be pretty cool to have a statue out the front of the G, wouldn't it? Fuck, wouldn't it be
1: great? Yeah. Like, and, and he's he's not around, because there's the avenue of stars around the G, isn't it? He's a little bit on the walk down from Jollymont Station, I think. Oh, I'm not sure, yeah. I think, think that's where it looked like it looked like he was like in the middle of the car park, like directing but cars.
0: I imagine they're going to build up upon that, so he'll have friends at uh, the statue shortly. Yeah. yeah, is there another one in the works? You reckon? Have you heard anything? Oh, I thought they were putting next to
1: it a trout from Woodend <laughs> statue, <laughs> 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 just from SEM.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty much made KB, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, I love that.
1: Who, who else would be? Do you think worthy? <clears throat> say, in our times of a statue? Like, what, what do you reckon it'd be for players uh, that we grew up on? A footballer, not a cricketer, not a... Yeah, like yeah. an AFL footballer. Because Jim Steins would be the one from our era, and that, that is because, you know, he did a lot for football, but he passed away. So they mm. went, let's get, a, let's get him a statue, which is yeah. a really nice gesture. Mm. But who in our era do you think... i trying to think of people who played a lot of games. Well, Vossie.
0: Oh, do you think maybe Tucky or... Yeah, Tucky and Boomer are kind of... I, nah, I, they're not worthy. Yeah, they kind of...
1: They're not don't statuesque.
0: Yeah. Uh, who did you say before? You said someone.
1: Uh, Voss. Michael Voss. Oh, yeah.
0: Three time Premiership captain. Yeah, I think Hodgie. people would
1: like that. Mm, I'm not Hodgie. Not yet, anyway. Well, they, they can give Hodgie one, but he just, his statue just won't turn up.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Vossy would be a big one.
1: Buckley. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Bucks. You yeah. heard he's been a bit tainted of late. So Actually, I mean, Mick Malthouse didn't
0: put Buckley in the top 25, so no. They'd yeah. Put okay. a line what about Mick Malthouse? Well, you know, I mean, heck, there's one of uh, there's Jock McCalla, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one, very Sheets. interesting. And oh, also, Kevin Sheedy might get one. But also, uh, is it crucial to have any, a connection to that ground? Oh, is okay. That, is that part of the consideration as well? So is that why he's saying there won't be an Israel hour one down there? Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah. I, mean, how many game, I mean, how many games did Vossi play there? I mean, he would have played a lot, obviously, but, yeah. you know. Because I think the idea is that KB is also the game's record holder at the ground. Is that correct? I think he played 200 there or something well, like that. Well, I guess that. that was their home ground for quite well, yeah. some time. Yeah. 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 So every second week he would have been there. Yeah.
1: It's a good question. Really yeah. good question.
0: Junk time is out there. Email us or tweet us about uh, who do you reckon should get a statue? I mean, obviously
1: Zach Dawson. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be in the works. they just—it's ready to go. Yeah. They're just waiting for him to retire
0: Part before they put it
1: up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's
0: all ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Adam, can we talk about the movers and shakers of the lo- AFL? You know, I love a move. I love a shake. Um, there was an article here from Ashley Brown on the AFL website. Uh huh. And he counted down the top fifty odd uh, movers and shakers. Oh yeah. So who do you reckon? Okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll So this pick. is not footballers, this is people in the football world? No, a bit of both, so okay. it could be anyone, yeah. Uh, I actually haven't looked through to see if a player actually made the list. Yep. But who do you reckon would come in at number one? Craig Willis? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's
1: the voice of football.
0: That's so without him, point. there is no football? Actually, okay, so. Now, Craig Willis didn't come in at number one by the fact they just said, look, there's pointless... It's yeah. pointless to vote for him because yeah, we yeah. know he's number one mover and shaker. <laughs> okay. So that's in the article initially. All right, go uh, It's a survey amongst kind of media types and the like. But um, he said, yeah, Craig Willis, obviously. Yeah. And but we gonna, just won't put him there. We're going to have a statue of him and you <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah The Voice of the Bank of Melbourne Yeah And then we're going to um, Okay, go from there So this person's okay. really
1: number two Number two, yeah Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha but, you know, Does that have to be a person? Because I was thinking Would uh, Billy Brownless's wallet <laughs> Have gotten a run? Because <laughs> that was a move in a Shaker last year We all talked about it that's a lot That's a good point Actually, yeah. that's
0: a good point I don't know what the uh, Kind of qualifications are You know, in terms of Media time You know, yeah, what, yeah. We, were, what well, yeah. we were All talking about We yeah. were not talking about the wallet Yeah And the rule of thumb You know, you never touch A man's wallet You never, never touch a man's wife Nah Do you think Billy Brownless's wallet Will get a statue? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think so. You're you're going to have to put it up high so no one touches it. Um, Captain Carlton. (laughs) I mean, he's had almost as many appearances on the G as uh, Kevin Bartlett. Yeah, true. So that makes him a mover and a shaker.
0: Another statue, yeah. Um, Fuck. Captain Carlton, not quite. Junk time? Yeah, that's one thing I'm pretty fucking ropeable about. We didn't, we didn't a get a mention. We didn't, top 50. We didn't get a fucking one mention. Jesus Christ. I hope we, got, we fall under the Craig Willis rule in that yeah, no point okay, mention. Yeah, okay, no, yeah. fair They probably did. We are movers and shakers. They it. couldn't split
1: us or Craig Willis.
0: No. Hmm. No, I'm at a loss. Okay, number one was the bloke uh, DeGoey Punched. And broke <laughs> okay, his hand. cool, yeah. All right, sweet. <laughs> number two. Digoe- oh, he moved in there quick. <laughs> dog. Yeah. No, what a fucking animal. <laughs> and then number three, Bruce the dog. Travis's uh, dog. Well. It's a very famous dog. Number one, Gil McLaughlin, obviously. Who well, well, else are you going to have? Yeah. Now, well, did you know a he's a um, St Kilda fan? Gil? Yeah. I did not know. I have noticed that uh, there's been a lot of favouritism towards St Kilda. Actually, that's a good point because they got the most amount of money
1: from the AFL last year, I believe it was. Unbelievable. Yeah. In cash. In cash. That's fucked. Gil just rocked up, handed it over. Well, every time there's a polo match on, all the St Kilda plays. <laughs> and I, I think it's because of that. Because I got the impression he was a bit... Uh, a non-committal in terms of a team. Well, I thought he would have had to have been. Like, Andrew Dimitri, was he more North or Hawthorne? Because he played for both. Probably more North. He probably played longer for North. And Wayne Jackson was
0: Adelaide, wasn't he? Yeah. The great, a great Wayne Jackson. Australian, yeah, yeah, hero. Who did Ross Lakeley barrack for? I'll probably St Kilda. Oh, Bulldogs. <laughs> Um, but because uh, they talked about Gil when he got the job, they were kind of saying he was a big fan of his uni blacks on Melbourne, a Melbourne uni team. Oh, okay. In the yeah. amateurs. Yeah. That, and he kind of talked about it as if like that was his team. But then there's a the thing here saying Gil was an unashamed Saints fan and knew everything, pretty much every player on the list from 1 through 40. But I've never heard him talk about the Saints. No, well, I would say it's very ashamed. Hmm. Uh, Almost embarrassed. Then we have number two is Mike Fitzpatrick, your mate. Well, he doesn't even work for the AFL anymore. Well, actually... how well, the fuck does he get a run? we well, he got two more weeks to go. But then this one oh. too is with Mark Evans. And it's like, he's fucking C- CEO of the Gold Coast.
1: Yeah, but I guess he's still a mover and a shaker because he's going to be doing things up there. Like, they, they may have lost by three points. Yeah. In a Q clash, that what a great Q clash! Pretty by cool the way. comeback, yeah. That's, that's really amazing. good. Because I, that... I saw the scores and they're about seven or eight goals down. Yeah, in the I thought, first oh, turn. Yeah, uh, actually, I haven't said that. They
0: say the survey was completed before Evans uh, had oh. moved out of his top job. Okay. So essentially, you kind of what you do is uh, you don't write it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Clarko number four. That. Clarker number four. Now, he made the point here by the fact that he has uh, so many of his students are now coaching other teams. Oh, that's a very good call. So that's hence he's moving and shaking. So you've yeah. got Hardwick, Cameron, Simpson, Beveridge,
1: yeah. Bolton and Fagan. And also, like, he's gotten rid of dead weight, like Sam Mitchell and, yeah. and, uh, and John Lewis. Never done nothing. Yeah. Caro number five. Oh, okay.
0: Eddie number six. Oh, he won't be happy with that. Caro in front of Eddie. Caro in front of Eddie.
1: See, I would say Eddie does more. Well, I guess... I guess Caro can open stuff up with her articles and maybe Eddie... Would you say Eddie's backed off a little bit? I'd say... I reckon he's going to be in the news a lot with Nathan Buckley this year. Dude, if if he gets to, like, 0-4... and 4. Mate, if they're 0-12, he's in big trouble. <laughs> but even
0: 0-4. Like, the people will start... The media will start hounding him. Oh, the, well... It, Will the drums be beating? Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Because the
1: media, I
0: think, essentially the media kind of hands them out of the job. Yeah. Because they talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do?
1: There's only in in recent years. Who was the one? It was pretty much only Geelong who stuck to their guns, wasn't it? Actually, that's a really good point. They did a full club review. Yeah, 2006, 2006. they really dropped out. Yeah. And everyone was saying you've got to get rid of Bomber Thompson. Yeah. Then the next year they come in and have a record-breaking premiership. Mm, Worked out a treat. Yeah. Uh, Number seven
0: is Robbo. Kerry Stokes and oh. Channel Seven, yeah, um, mm, okay, kind of come in at number seven. Yeah, I kind guess of so. works. Yeah. Paul Marsh from the AFLPA and Andrew Dillon, and then Jared Waitley, number ten. Oh, okay. Hmm. But Robo did get a mention. How far down is he? Let's have a look. I'll go to the next page. He is Dangerfields at eleven. Oh, okay. Yeah, so players are on it. Robo yeah. at number
1: seventeen. No, uh, now nah, disappointing. Mm. I mean. If you think about what Robbo's done for footy journalism and uh Smoking. sales of Jim Beam, yeah. I uh, I think he deserves to be a lot higher up. You know, he's done a lot for our um for our health industry. He's yeah. kept he's gonna be keeping doctors and nurses employed for years to come. And and think of the puppeteers too. Let's not forget them. The puppeteers
0: are in work because of Robbo. Yeah. You know? A lot of... On lot of, AFL 180. A lot of puppeteers aren't hungry. Yeah. And that's because of Robbo. And that's,
1: you know, that, that's a good thing.
0: A lot of people, when they go to the catering the catering table, <laughs> they, after Robbo, they're hungry. Yeah. They're not the puppeteers.
1: Now, uh, some massive results on the weekend. One being Adelaide smashing Premiership favourites, GWS. Yeah, that's a massive In win. Adelaide. I mean, they moved the game back. And I think... Now they moved the game forward, didn't they? They moved it forward because what was it? Look, Forty-eight degrees in Adelaide. Uh, I think it was thirty something. Thirty high thirties. So they moved the game because they had longer breaks for the players. They did. Have, added I'm a couple minutes. I'm sweating a little bit more. They moved it forward five minutes, and and that's enough. Like that completely threw our GWS and their because um, they timing. were getting ready for a three twenty start. Yeah, and then all of a sudden three fifteen. They're like, 15. what the fuck's going on? You're fucked. Yeah. They, Everything they, down to the second, you know, you, you're just, your planning is just to the nth degree in the AFL these days. You can't fucking manage you five can't minutes out. Yeah, no. Fucking mental state. They would have got an early flight on the second day. Jeremy Saturday. Cameron can't handle that. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's, t- fucking Shane Mumford doesn't know what's going on. Uh, he sure wouldn't be able to work out what the fuck's going on. It was enough that they had to change his watch half an hour back. Yeah. <laughs> he can't work out five minutes more. The wind's tainted. It's, yeah. it's tainted. Yeah, there's a line to it. But can I just say, now Rory Sloan. To be out there today on a hot day, great effort, but he uh, broke, he fractured an eye socket. Ouch. In a training collision. uh, So he didn't play, this is in mid February, he didn't play in the entire JLT series. But uh, a few weeks ago, he had an artificial bone Ah. inserted to replace his eye socket. Dude. He's got a fake eye socket. Who the fuck has that so they can run around? Dude. What the fuck's going on? I don't know. I didn't know you could get an I don't artificial. Know, artificial
0: bone. I thought like a plate or something like that. Yeah,
1: He's just got an artificial socket. Like are they on the are they on the shelf? I don't know. I've never heard of that before. And you know what? I've been thinking about it. I'm not like mine eye sockets, they're they're pretty fucking old now. They're worn. I love a new socket. A new, new one. You know what I mean? You could you could do it with a new one, I yeah, reckon. Like yeah, like even two. I'm gonna lash out. Mm-hmm. Double eye socket replacement. Get How a fucking lift. good would I be looking? Mm. Yeah. You get back into that male modeling career of yours. I just didn't know that uh, that was available mm. to anyone, but Rory Sloan. Well, on the topic of
0: injuries, Nick Rewalt went oh, off gra- that- off the ground yesterday in a cart. You're thinking all over, Nico? Never all over. Play again.
1: But uh, apparently he'll be okay. I yeah. think he might miss a couple of weeks. They but- reckon maybe four to six, but they're thinking it's probably bone bruising. But he said he heard a pop and felt the inevitable pain, yeah. which he thought was the end of his career. Yeah. But you it, figure that would be it for him if he went yeah, down. Yeah, it kind of bent backwards in that hyperextension yeah. thing that makes you go, oh. Because
0: he talked about mate. his knee, I remember one time talking about his knee, a bit like a tyre, in that eventually it would just kind of go.
1: Is that right? Yeah.
0: And so it's kind of almost like, well, it's a matter of time, but also hopefully won't happen before the end of his career. So
1: he's got no tread on it.
0: But Essentially, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, he's taken, he,
1: brutal. He body, he's arthritic. He's, he's taking body a battering. Weird. Oh, dude. Well, it doesn't have to get his knee drained. All the time. Uh, Maybe. You know, like uh, on your car, you know when your tyres fill up with fluid (laughs) and you you get them drained? (laughs) It's like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've all got it. Shall we wrap it up, Adam? Yeah, why not?
0: It's wonderful round one, but we do have Footballers in Real Life coming up after we do a little bit more plugging my Comedy Festival show, April 10 to 23. Tickets at comedyfestival.com or trybooking.com. But comedyfestival.com.au has kind of more... More information. Yeah. Uh, and also we're going to have our live show April 7, 11pm. Tickets to trybooking.com. Guests, Merrick Watts and Adam Cooney. And we get a cheeky little someone else as well. Yes, we are going to get another guest. We're still waiting to hear back. And geez, uh, geez AFL footballers are, are slow in getting back to people. I just put that out there? <laughs> uh, footballers in real life. Here okay, we go. From Patrick. Uh, Jason Johansson was shopping at my work with a mate. And when I asked if he was keen for the start of the season, his mate replied, I'm pumped, but he's not looking forward to it. Oh, JJ. Mm, Norm Smith medalist.
1: What do you reckon? He's just... He's just going, no, I can't be fat. We won the flag. He's just reached, get me to the get me to the finals. He's reached the pinnacle. Yeah. What, what now? And he played a very good game on Friday night, JJ. Uh, okay, this is a bit of
0: a longer one. Okay. But it's, it's interesting. It's, it's well written. All right. Okay, from Chris. I have a player sighting for you. Yep. It's not a recent one, but I've been sitting on it for too long. It's been eating away at me like whatever ancient curse has been eating away at Tony Lockett. <laughs> <laughs> Only revealing it to the Junk Time podcast can give me the catharsis I needed. Uh, the story must be told. So
1: let's just put it out there. Junk Tom's, if you're sitting on anything, get it out to us. Absolutely. Let us know when you've seen a footballer in real life.
0: I mean, there are a couple of emails we have got in the past which we haven't read out, and they are delicious. <laughs> 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 it was Saturday, September 14, 2014, it's semi-final week. My shitty team had not made the finals that year, so my partner and I decided to head to the, head down the surf coast to reflect on life and, what it, and whether anything really matters. In brackets, it doesn't. Mm. We stopped in at the Laverton rest stop on Princess Highway and decided to treat ourselves to a delicious subway sub to ease the pain of another season of unmet expectations. Wow. For me, it would be ham and turkey. For her, chicken fillet.
1: Well, for starters, why is ham and turkey going together? Actually, that's a good point. You don't regularly double meat like that, do you? I wouldn't have thought so, Mm. but maybe it's a subway thing. I'm Mm. not a regular subway goer. No. But I don't know why you're putting... Two meets side by side. It's not a surf and turf, mate. Uh, waiting in line,
0: I briefly looked up from my phone, waiting for Google to return the search results for why do happiness and finals <laughs> wins elude me, only for my eyes to fall upon none other than the Hawthorne champion champion Luke Hodge. Oh. Hawthorne were enjoying a week's rest after accounting for Geelong in a qualifying final eight days prior, and while I only, can only speculate on Luke's intentions, he may well have been on his way to visit family and friends in Colac. Mm-hmm. After the initial shock that a Norma Smith medalist and three-time All-Australian would be buying lunch from the same place as me, an unremarkable and talentless pleb, I focused in on Luke as he placed his order. What hidden insights could be unlocked through understanding the eating eating habits of a champion, I asked myself. A man of Hodge's wealth and stature would surely be purchasing from the premium menu. Chicken parmigiana, (laughs) bacon ranch melt. I could barely wait to find out. He then said it. White bread, cheddar cheese, tomato sauce. What the hell? Is Is that it it? Yeah. In all my years, I've never heard an order so bland, so plain, so lifeless. Surely this can be the diet of a modern-day champion. I was rattled. To break it down, here are my main issues with Luke's order. Okay. White bread is the least healthy and definitely most boring option. The coward's bread, as I call it. (laughs) Put some salad on it, Luke. You don't go back to back by getting scurvy. Yep. He could have chosen a range of other options for the same price. Ham, turkey, meatball, even a veggie patty. There's no discount for eating like a fussy baby. I hightailed it out of there, shocked and disoriented. Hawthorne was surely now headed for defeat. The Rubicon had been crossed. Two weeks later, Luke would raise the premiership cup and be awarded his second Norm Smith medal after a standout performance in hindsight could a shameful six inch Laventon subway have been the key to this momentous achievement rather than a prelude to failure I have to say yes the world makes no sense
1: now that is that's, a fantastic
0: that's go. a great email and yeah. also I fucking did some pretty good reading there yeah that's a whole page and no, I, no, I no, didn't you've done fumble well. up too much no you, you deserve
1: some sort of Norm Smith medal for all <laughs> your reading but let, let's just go through what he had can I say... Cheese, a, sauce, white bread. A cheese and tomato sandwich mm. is fucking delicious. And if yeah. you grew up in Victoria in the 80s or the 90s, do they still have stras? Do people still have stras? Ah, uh, yeah, I reckon they do, yeah. There's always, always got to be some sort of luncheon meat floating around. Yeah, I used to go to the butcher and he'd give me a little bit of stras. Uh, when was this, like a couple of weeks ago? No, it was 23. Yeah. But white bread cheddar cheese, I mean cheddar, it could have gone with... Uh, Swiss, whatever, yeah. Swiss or, mm. or like a American Jack cheese, one yeah. of the very yellow ones. Yeah. So that's the, uh, the lunch of champions. But, you know, the final time You don't want
0: to, you know, stack on weight.
1: Yeah, but why is he going white bread? Tomato sauce full of sugar. I'm a bit surprised about white bread, actually. Yeah. I
0: think they usually would go home or something.
1: Having said that, Laverton to Colac is still another, probably at least an hour and a half, I would have thought. Colac's okay. a fair way past Geelong. So hodgie has gone. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to get home to mum's cooking uh, yep. for a little while. I need. I I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to drive off the Princess Highway at some point. Okay. As I'm going the you know the Geelong bypass. Yep. I need sustenance. Mm-hmm. I need something that's probably a uh, sugar spike. Uh-huh. So I can get around Geelong, and then I'm on the long road down to Colac. There we go. So he's a deep thinker. <laughs> And also, it probably uh, is not as filling when you're having a couple of, couple of froppies on the way down <laughs> before and you don't want to flatline
0: when you're on the Princess Highway. <laughs> there we go. We've come full circle. <laughs> yeah, We're going to head off. We are junctimeaflpite at gmail.com. Uh, we are junctimeaflpite on Facebook and Twitter. We're going to see you shortly in round two. Go Hawks. Go Blues.